Yeah, we're live here. Awesome. Sweet. So, cool. Hey, uh, hey, everybody. My name is Anton Cook. Welcome back to Christ Our Hope Show, uh, the show in which we reflect upon the weekly uh, Sunday readings, right? And uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about this weekend, this weekend's readings, actually. Um, you know, I, uh, I was reading through them earlier, and I was just like, dude, this weekend's readings just have so much to offer in the way of like which way we can go with it so i sat sat here and i was like okay what are we going to do and then finally i decided you know what i'm just going to let the holy spirit speak you know what i mean just let the holy spirit speak because i think that that is really what matters the most out of all of this and so i just i just want the holy spirit to work through through me here today so that you can can receive whatever you need to have you need to receive and whatever he puts on my heart i say let's do it you know, come Holy Spirit, right? Let's, so let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Heavenly King, Counselor, Spirit of Truth, everywhere presence and filling all things, the treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and dwell within us, cleanse of all stain, and save our souls, O Gracious One. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, so this weekend, right? So, so this week, weekend's readings are actually pretty good. Um, but before we get there, let's kind of just, I just wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit, right? So, uh, so I know it's been a little bit, it's been a while, right? Uh, it's been, uh, actually it's been over a month since the last time I posted. And I do want to apologize for that. Um, there's just been a lot of things going on here, um, inside of the personal life, uh, that has kind of kept me from being able to post and make a new posting, new podcast. And so it's not that I'm trying to, you know, like, uh, it's not that I quit. It's not that I gave up, right? It's just uh, just things things have been just really crazy as of late. Uh, so one thing, uh, first things first, is um, uh, I ended up getting COVID shortly after the last time that I posted. So I was out for like a week there. Um, and then I was down in Florida for a little bit. Then uh, I flew up to Boston uh, to go see my grandmother because she wasn't doing well. Um, I came back. Then it was the Feast of Saints Peter and Paul. So I went to uh, uh, the church on that day and also on the way home found out that um, my grandmother had passed. So um, after that, uh, I've, I've kind of been in the uh, time of mourning here uh, according to the Greek tradition, right? Um, so you offer the canon of the departed on the third and the ninth days and then uh Panahita on the 40th day so so yeah so that's been going on it's it's been uh, it's been rough um, wife and kids uh, doing okay with it you know they're working through it so uh, that's that's really all that matters uh, really at the end of the day so said so that the kids are doing well so um, so yeah so that's kind of what's been going on that's kind of what's been happening uh, please many prayers for that please pray for the repose of the soul of Sarah Motherway, my grandmother, um, beautiful woman. Uh, her, her soul was just so radiant um, and brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. So she will be thoroughly missed. Um, so, anyways, uh, so so that happened, right? And then, um, and so yeah, so that happened. And then, uh, as of late, I've just kind of been uh, trying to get back into the group of things. Uh, which has been challenging, but uh, we've 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 done okay job. We've done an okay job, I, I would say. Um, and then, uh, so I was back for about about a week and a half, and then 
Uh, I went off to uh, my diaconate residency this year, uh, which was awesome to uh, to go to that and to kind of just like be a part of that and and be with the other candidates and 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 have that residency time. Great guys, amazing guys, phenomenal guys, um, true inspiration. And so uh, just super excited about all of that and everything that uh, that that has to offer and that that God has offered me through that. So. Uh, so now we come back. We're back here. Uh, we're back. I'm back in Georgia because uh, the residency was in uh, North Carolina. Uh, so I'm back in Georgia, um, and I'm getting back into the kind of the groove of things of work and family, which is nice. Um, got a little uh, electrical side gigs and stuff. Um, so yeah. So so yeah. So that that that's pretty much where we're at, right? So we're staying busy, which is good. Um, it's exciting. Uh, it's a positive thing, positive movement, and uh, and yeah, so that's it. So uh, for those of you who have not heard, okay, or have been, um, have well, I just haven't heard. Um, so we've launched our brand new um, uh, locals um, page, okay. So please go over there and help support us. Uh, it is at uh, www. Christ Our Hope. Dot locals.com so that's I put it I put it down inside of the YouTube area okay but it's uh, Christ our hope dot locals dot com uh, go over there and and consider joining us right so uh, ten dollars a month um, or one hundred twenty dollars a year um, it's uh, all of all of your your uh, your money goes towards uh, helping to support the mission that I'm uh, looking at launching here in the next uh next few months here um well actually uh, i say a few months but september 1st we'll be launching um i currently have four families here in north georgia that are interested in uh in in creating community and and having some type of communal life that are all um eastern eastern catholic uh ukrainian um or byzantine right um, and so we are, we're looking at trying to just gather together. And so your, um, your, 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 uh, patronage, I guess, in that, in that manner, um, through locals.com will help support this mission. Um, so I do, I, I am truly asking everyone who can, um, you know, to go over to locals and help support us. Um, you know, launching a new mission is hard. Um, there's a lot of things that we need, um, and you know, I, I, I don't make a lot of money as a as an electrician. So, um, you know, whatever you can do to help out and and to support, especially supporting through locals.com, um, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, so, uh, and if you do wish a uh, a tax deduction uh, letter, just let me know. And um, and and we can we can try to get you that. Just message me once you get the locals and you sign up. You can you can you can message me all you want. Uh, I am 100% mess- messageable at that point. So um, so please please do please go to locals.com. Go to ChristOurHope.locals.com and support us um, and support this new mission that we're trying to launch. Okay. Um, other news, other news. Is other news? I don't know if there's other news. I don't know. I think, I think there might be everything. I, I think I think I think I've covered all the 
all the heavy heavy hitted bases here. So uh, so without further ado, uh, let's kind of just just kind of jump up inside of these uh, these uh, readings, right? And talk talk about it, okay? Because that's what I want to do. I want to talk about it. So what are we reading about this weekend? We are reading about Jesus when he jumps in the boat, right? And he dismisses, well, he dismisses the crowds, and then he goes into the mountain, and he prays, and the apostles jump in the boat, and they go to cross, across, cross over Galilee, okay? And they cross over Galilee, and there's a huge storm, right? And Jesus sees, and they see Jesus walking on the waves, and they become super terrified. They're so frightful. They're so afraid. They don't know what's going on, and then finally... Um, Jesus says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid, right? And then Peter says, uh, says them, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says to him, come. So Peter gets out of the boat, right? He walks across, walks over to the water. He come, came toward Jesus. He notices all the big frightening waves. He gets scared and he starts sinking and he says, Lord, save me right and so jesus immediately reaches out and saves him okay and then he gets begins back in the boat and what does he say he says truly you are the son of god and then they land again at okay so that's the short story short okay good good job guys we read it uh let's go home right no no let's talk about it let's talk about this this act of faith there's so much i think that the holy spirit's got got going in my mind right now just as i am just as i'm sitting here and i am and i am just i'm just hearing all of this beautiful thing all, all this beauty I, I already i can already tell where the holy spirit's leading us on this okay so let me ask a serious question for each and every single one of you when have you ever felt afraid right have you ever felt afraid I know it's a trick question because the answer should be a resounding yes, right? I mean, like, that should be a completely, everybody at one point in time has been afraid, right? And so, God is there. That's the beautiful thing I think about this, about this passage, is that God is there. God did not leave Peter. He didn't forsake him. He didn't say, oh, you have little faith, go ahead and sink. No. He says, it says he immediately read it's Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him. Now then he said, Hey you little doubt, why do you you know, little faith, why do you doubt? But it's like, okay, you know, Jesus is over here walking on the waters, right? But Jesus immediately reached out. And so we have this tendency that we get afraid and we get afraid to do things and fear becomes crippling right and fear is so powerful in that manner because fear fear can stop us from doing anything let's go to jonah in the well right jonah in the well so jonah if you don't know the story right jonah was called to go preach to the ninevites and Jonah was afraid, so he ran away from God and from, the, and from Nineveh, right? So they didn't have to preach to the Ninevites. Now, what happened? Well, Jonah got eaten by a well and stayed in the belly, stayed in the belly for three days and three nights, okay? Stayed in the belly for three days and three nights, 
Okay, so what does that tell you? Well, first off, it's a typology. A typology is a, uh, a sign or a prefigurement of that which is to come of Jesus himself, who, uh, even though he didn't run from you know the the you know the mission of God, he actually fulfilled it in his entirety. But he stayed in Jonah's belly for three. Uh, he stayed in Jonah's belly. He stayed in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights, and on the third day he rose from the dead. Right. Okay, anyways, let's go back to our point. Jonah repented, and he was cast out onto the land, and he goes to Nineveh, and he preaches and proclaims the gospel, and he saves all these people. Okay, God is always there in the midst of our fear. We have this tendency of trying to flee and run from God, and run from what God has in store for us, right? And the thing is, is that we can't do that. We can't do that. You know, I used to always have this saying, I used to say, hey, you know, I, I, I need to do the will of God because I really don't want to get eaten by a well, right? And, and if I am running from the will of God, I should probably stay away from the oceans, right? But that's all in jest. But the simple fact is that God loves us. He adores us. He desires us. And most and first and foremost, right, he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be saved. Jesus, in this gospel, on the Sunday gospel, when Peter cried out to Jesus, right? This is the thing. He said, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out to Peter and saved him. We, if we are willing to do the will of God, and if we feel as if that we are going to be overcome and crippled by this fear. We need only to say, Lord, save me, and believe in the gospel of Christ, that he is there and he will not forsake us, and we will be able to do amazing things. Notice he was walking on water. Have you ever walked on? I've never walked on water. I think that'd be pretty cool, right, to be able to walk on water. But I have not walked on water. But Peter has. Because Peter had faith in God. Peter had faith in Jesus. And therefore, he was able to do the things that Jesus did. Right? When we are afraid, because the mission that God has in store for us and has sitting before us is so great and so mighty and, and all these things, right? The devil is imposing those beliefs, those sayings, those words into our heads that we would be like Peter and that the waves would frighten us and that we would pay attention to them and then, then what would happen but that we would fall and sink and therefore we would fall and sink not only into sin but rather into death, death and in hell where he reigns, the devil, and we will be crying and gnashing of teeth. But that is not what God desires for us, brothers and sisters. It's not what he wants of us. Instead, he desires a firm relationship. And he is the one that will set the solid bedrock for our lives. He is here to call us to repentance. He calls us to the cross. That we may be crucified of our passions, of our sins, that we may be raised into new life. That we, in our repentance, would cry out to God and say, Lord, save me. And he will catch us, and he will pull us up, 
and having brought us back into the boat of salvation, which is the church, that we would worship him, saying, truly you are the Son of God. But we have to not be afraid. We have to listen to the words and meditate upon them as they cry, as he says to us. He says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Fear is such a crippling thing. And when we try to do things on our own, that is when we tend to have a problem. In the epistle today, St. Paul in the, in the Corinthians says, According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building on it. Each builder must choose with care how to build on it, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has been laid. That foundation is Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I'm calling you today to the church. The Church of Jesus Christ, His Holy Catholic Church, ordained by God, the foundation of which is the Apostles, the twelve stones surrounding the cornerstone that has set the bedrock, set the foundation. We, brothers and sisters, have to not be afraid. And I feel like I feel like we have this tendency of being afraid to talk about our faith. We have this tendency of not wanting to express our faith, right? Because we're afraid of what people might think. We're afraid of what people might say. We're afraid of the things that God might have in store for us if we open up our mouths and profess Him as Lord to the whole world. Who knows? You might lose your job. You might get fired. In today's day and age, you would be called a bigot. You may be called a homophobe, you may call maybe call a transgender phobe, right? All of these things because you have professed Jesus Christ with your mouth and you believe him in your heart and you desire a relationship with God. But brothers and sisters, I promise you that whatever the devil throws at you, God will have something better for you in his place. And in that place that that was filled with sin, God will lead you to a better place. Let's look at the Israelites. Joseph led them down to Egypt, or rather his brothers threw him into enslavement. He went down to Egypt. There he became the Pharaoh's right hand, and eventually his people were completely enslaved by the Egyptians. Right? Because of jealousy. And so now, what happens? God raises up Moses. And here is Moses, who frees God's people, who brings them out of sin and slavery, and brings them to the true God, who brings them to where? To Israel. So though old things happen, right? Though these things happen, these bad things happen, these plagues happen, their enslavement for 300 plus years happened, God made something good come from it, right? They, they gave, they were given the land of, of, uh, of Israel, right? The land of Canaan was theirs. And 
eventually the Mashiach, the Messiah, the Christos, came forth. That me and you should have life and have life in abundance. We cannot seek to work on our own foundation though, brothers and sisters. But we have to work on the foundation that uh, has already been set for us. And that's the reason why people say, oh, well, I don't need to read the church fathers. Well, be careful where you place that block there, brother. Because if you lay, lay something that is not of the building, right, the building could fall. But in the case of today, we have all these 33 different denominations, all these different churches, right? And they are laying their own foundation. The Lutherans say they're founded by Jesus Christ, actually founded by Martin Luther in the 1500s. The Anglicans say they, were, they are the Church of Jesus Christ, actually founded by King Henry VIII in the 1500s. The Baptists say they are the true faith of Jesus Christ, been around since the beginning. In reality, they came from the Anabaptist movement, which originated from the Protestant Reformation. That's the reason why they used Reformed theology. Highly influenced by John Calvin, right? Who then, in the long run, right, would lead them to how many ever denominations and conferences or whatever they want to call themselves of Baptists. It's like a Baskin Robbins of Baptists. The Methodists, same thing. Founded from John Wesley when he came over here and he uh, was, did, not, did not like the, what was going on with the Anglican Church inside the United States. Founded the Wesleyan Movement which was not originally to break away from Anglicanism. Eventually did break away from Anglicanism. And yeah, so that's how you get the Methodist movement. All of these churches do not have their foundation in Jesus Christ because they lack the apostles, the apostolic teaching, and everything that has come before them. Instead, their belief system comes from a fragmented belief system, a set of beliefs even, and even then it varies per Baptist or Methodist or whatever type of flavor of Christian you're trying to talk about or or professed Christian that you're trying to talk about. You have all these people, right? But what, what do they not have? They don't have the church fathers. They're lacking the church fathers. They don't have Chrysostom. They don't have Maximus the Confessor. They don't have Basil the Great, Gregory Nazianzen, Gregory of Nyssa, Pacomius and his whole rule, the entirety of the Desert Fathers, Justin Martyr, St. Irenaeus of Lyon, St. Ignatius of Antioch, right? They don't have St. Polycarp in his writings, the writings of Barnabas, Clement, the writings of the Shepherd Hermas. The whole laundry list of things go on that they don't have because they've completely thrown the baby out with the bathwater and they lost Jesus as the foundation. Their foundation is based off the teachings of some obscure theologian in Europe who believes that they're right over the centuries of of and decades of church fathers who have spoken and come in come before them their foundation is not in Jesus Christ their foundation is in John Calvin and Luther their foundation is in King Henry the eighth 
their foundation is in Zwingli. Their foundation is not in Jesus Christ and his apostles. It, it, it's not. But we, brothers and sisters, do have the fullness of the faith as Catholics. And we are so blessed to have that. Because when we hear the words, Lord, save me, and that Jesus immediately reached out, we can say with surety and with awesomeness that God will save us. God will save us. If we are walking in the energies of the Holy Spirit, right? If the Holy Spirit dwells within us and the divine energies radiating, permeating from the divine essence of God, from the Holy Spirit living within us, and we are basking in His righteousness and in His grace and in His glory, right? Then we will live with God. But if we decide that we can be whatever we want to be and we want to eat the same fruit that Adam ate, making our own decisions, making leaning upon our own interpretation, not leaning upon the interpretation of the church, then go forth. Good luck on your salvation. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not. I'm not going to stop you. You know, it's not my job. My job is to tell you the truth. And whether or not you accept it or not is another thing. You know? But you see, Adam knew the truth and he ate from the garden anyways and the simple fact is is that you know the truth listen to your heart right don't stop listening to man listen to to the church and her wisdom for 2,000 years you know it's so funny people are like oh well why do you listen to the Pope why do you listen to this? Why do you listen to that? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why do you listen to your pastor for? Well, he's got a degree. He's been taught. The Holy Spirit speaks through him. Listen, I used to be there, okay? And I'm going to tell you right now. How do you know it's the Holy Spirit? And how do you know it's not the devil? When he is teaching things that are contrary to what the early church taught, you should probably stop and stop and kind of be a little bit weary of what's going on there. But you see, what's happening is, is we don't ask questions anymore, right? We don't. We don't ask questions anymore. We're like, oh, okay. Oh, sweet. This guy said something. Okay, cool. Let's go do that. That, that must be the truth. Or we go on Google. Oh, yeah. Google. Google, our, our best friend, right? Google, everything we need. Just Google it, not the answer, okay? Google will give you any answer you want. Any answer you want. I'm sure that you can go out there and you could, you could find Google, why is infant baptism bad? And you will find plenty of people out there who will argue up and down the corridors of the church that infant baptism is completely against the scriptures and etc etc but here's the thing inside of the gospels especially in acts uh, and several of the epistle letters uh, St. Paul says that he baptized the whole household which means the children would have been baptized too 
Yeah, that kind of throws a wrench in that argument, doesn't it? Yeah. Says he baptized the whole household. For I baptized the whole household. Stephanius, blah, 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 blah. Throws a whole wrench in it. Listen, you can find anyone in the world that, that, that believes what you believe. It's not, it does not matter what anyone in the world else in the world believes. It is what the early church taught and what the church has taught for, over, for almost nearly 2,000 years now. Right? That's really what matters. But the problem is, is that we want people to, we want to justify our position on why we believe things. Listen, it's not about you. This is the whole problem with the Garden of, the, uh, of Eden. It wasn't about Adam and Eve, but they made it about themselves. It was about God. It was about worshiping God. It was about a right relationship with God. It was about having that relationship of living in righteousness and holiness with God all the days of their lives with God, right? And now what we've done is is we want to put in Adam, like myself, you know, or Stephen, or or Chris, or John, or whatever your name is, right? You want to, people want to make it about themselves. Get out of yourself. You're not that important. None of us are, okay? At the end of the day, we are horrible, horrible sinners who the, who the, who the book of Romans says that we were enemies of God. Literally the exact words, we were enemies of God. But when we were enemies of God, he loved us. And he sent his only son to die for us. So it's not about us. It's about God. It's about Christ. It's about Jesus. Because Jesus came when we were sinners and he died for us. And so brothers and sisters, if Christ can literally walk his way to a cross, to a cross, right? he can walk his way to a cross and he can die on that cross why can't we take up the cross ourselves and die on it and do the will of God because of fear because the devil puts fear in us by the things that he places in our head the worries the doubts the this the that the other all these things and this is the reason why Peter was sinking because he saw all these frightening things, all these frightening images, these waves coming around him. And he was so scared. He was so afraid. He didn't know what to do. And so he just started sinking. And when he noticed he was sinking in faith, he cried out, Lord, save me. You see, brothers and sisters, we have to stop paying attention to the to the voices in our heads. We gotta quit paying attention to all the worries and the doubts and the fears in order to do God's will. Because when God asks us to do something, you can expect that they're gonna come. Those are gonna be coming like crazy. Because the devil's gonna be like, Nope, don't want you doing that. And so he's gonna start throwing it all at you. And then you are gonna be overwhelmed with this feeling of dread because you're going to see all these worries and fears coming at you but listen be like Peter be like Peter and just cry out and say Lord save me say Lord it's all in your hands I, I know I can't do anything on my own apart from you I can do nothing I know that I am a wretched sinner O Lord but have mercy upon me your servant and help me to do your will right let thy will be done, not my own. 
the very prayer of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane before he took the cross on Calvary on Good Friday. We have to be like Jesus in this way. We have to cry unto God with voices held high. We have to praise Him and glorify Him and worship Him and adore Him because at the end of the day, Jesus Christ is our hope. He's our strength. He's what helps us get through all this mess and murk and everything else that's involved. He is everything, brothers and sisters. And that is our lesson for the day. That is our lesson for the day. So let me sum up just in, I guess, in a few words. Um, we have to learn to trust in God. We have to learn to trust in Jesus. Trust is not something that just happens immediately. It, it, it takes place over a period of time. And really what comes is is that you've got to be open to that trust and being willing to to let God work through you the way he, he needs to work through you. So brothers and sisters, I challenge you this week. Um, read the scriptures. Read the scripture verse some, some this week. And be enlightened. Be open to what God has in store for you. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. But as the scriptures say, right, as scriptures, as Christ says today, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Glory to Jesus Christ. Uh, if you have not liked and subscribed um, on our YouTube channel, uh, please do so. We look forward to that. Also, please go over to localschristourhope.locals.com. I'll put the link down below. Um, so that you can support us. Uh, $10 a month um, really helps us out here in uh, maintaining this ministry. And, and hopefully, you know, like we talk about fear and dread and everything. You know, like, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to do missions. Uh, you know what I mean? I have my worries. I have my doubts. But I trust in the Lord. And I know at the, in the end of the day, if this is what he wills, he'll make it happen. And that's what where we have to be at. So um, I trust and, and I trust in the Lord and, and please if, if you are able, um, please go go visit Christarhope.locals.com. You can become a premium subscriber or you can become uh, just a regular regular subscriber. I think premium is like twenty five a month. Um, and um, your your basic membership is 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 10 so again and, and all that money actually goes to a uh, um, goes to a nonprofit bank account uh, for the mission uh, so it goes directly to 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 this uh, to this mission work um, so please 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 uh, go over there and uh, and subscribe and support us so uh, anyways um, let's in listen in a prayer I feel like ending in a prayer. So let's do that. Let's end in a prayer. I think that'd be great. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, look upon us, your children, who are so consumed with fear of moving without you, Lord, or even moving with you, that we are crippled. The enemy has crippled us, O oh God. 
but do not turn your eyes away from us, but look upon us and have mercy upon us. That in our wretchedness, in, in our sin, in our sorrow, and in our fear, we might be able to glorify your most precious name, Lord God. Help us to do what you have asked us and called us to do every day. To pick up your cross and follow, pick up our crosses and follow after you. Know, Lord, that we are your humble servants. And we glorify you together with your all good and holy Father. Together with your blessed Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. I uh, hope that this was a good video for you. And I hope you learned and got something from it. Um, glory to Jesus Christ. I'll see you next week.